Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Season 2 of Men's Seats Exposed. We are going to go deep into questions, answers, and we're going to warn you that a lot of these episodes are going to be 18 and up because we have a lot more questions this season for Season 2 that are going to be sexually related and a lot of confessions that are going to be private. Enjoy this new season of Men's Secrets Exposed, season number two. Men not reading between the lines. Then there's frustration happens because he's not reading between the lines. Absolutely. And she's like, I told you that. And he's like, I don't think you did. And they're both kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> it makes for a really difficult, difficult thing. Yeah. But the yeah. more direct, like as, as, as ladies listening out there, like my... My advice as much as possible is be as direct as possible. If you're not interested, just stand in your power. Say you're not interested. If you are, stand in your power and say you're interested. I mean, I've said that many times. It's like, you know, ladies like, well, I don't want to hurt your feelings or... Yeah, so that's not... Okay. Can we talk about that? Okay. Uh, sure. I'm Get out of the way. Go ahead. Go for it. Because that <laughs> is a thing. I don't want to hurt your feelings. So this is just going to lay out really sort of directly here really straight uh-huh. whether or not you hurt someone's feelings is not in your control mm. okay i realize that's kind of a large statement um okay. it's not in your control you're you're walking on eggshells mincing your words because of a reaction you think you might get it doesn't exist in the world it's not in reality it's in your head Whereas really, let's say you're, you're in a relationship and it's been kind of casual, but you're kind of losing interest. And you'd be like, oh, I'm just going to stay with him because I don't want to hurt his feelings. I mean, of all the ridiculous, like, just, no. So you're trying to protect him, but you don't, you don't know. You're making things up in your head. This kind of, kind of, kind of thinking also tends to lead to anxiety. Right. Um, and, and tends to come from sort of self-worth and, and lack of, and self-doubt. Um, but when you... But, but in reality, it might be that he's feeling the same way. And maybe if you said, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I'm just not feeling that interested anymore. You might go, oh, I'm so glad you said that. I feel the same way, but I didn't want to hurt your feelings. You, know, you don't know what the other person is going through. But even more than that, even if you do, even if you break his heart, and I'm not talking about like being bitchy here. I'm talking about speaking your truth in like a responsible way. Right. If you seek to hurt someone, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like pulling the punches. Holding your own truth, actual truth, back because he because you're afraid that he can't handle it. First of all, you're treating him like a child, mm. right? Yes. If you're like, oh, well, he can't, you know, that's going to hurt him. He can't handle that. It's like you're indicating to him that he can't handle that. You're disempowering him by by not speaking. First of all, second of all, you're disempowering your, yourself because you're saying, you know, you're there's a truth there that you're not owning, right? And, and third of all, you're projecting. You're, you're drawing his boundaries for him, right? Yeah. Maybe his heart's going to break, but maybe 10 other women have dumped him just like that before and once more pushes him to his rock bottom where he finally decides to get help and see what, what's going on with this pattern. You know, for the ladies that are listening to this, your best bet, if you're in, a, in a, any kind of position, go ahead and hurt your feelings. Men would much yes. rather know what the truth is and deal with... Yes. The facts of the truth, than the sugar-coated version of in between the lines and yes. dancing and hoping that they're doing something correct. I mean, you know, I mean, just be. You can be honest. You can be direct, and you can say it in a way that's not. 
you know, brutally wounding, but yeah. dancing around a subject and hoping he gets the hints, hoping he reads between the lines, you know. I'm, I'm curious, what's your take as to, you know, why do you think, how can I ask that? <laughs> I'm careful in what I'm saying here. Um, why do you think it tends to be a tendency that a lot of women have? That that type of direct dialogue isn't natural. Do you think it's not natural for them? I do. Um, and actually, the answer is evolutionary. Okay. Believe it or not. All right. Um, so the way, so if you look at the timelines of humans, we've only looked like gathered in our kinds of society for, let's be generous and say like 10,000 years. Okay. And that's, that's like really generous because mostly it's been like probably a couple thousand. Um, and evolution is extremely slow. Nothing happens evolutionarily in 10,000 years. So okay. what that means is we're the exact same creature that we were for the millions and millions of years that we were evolving before that, but we live in a very different world. So what were we like before that? Well, we're social creatures. We'd be in nomadic tribes. So we wake up in the morning, and the men, <laughs> I, I actually I learned about this because of the, the sort of joke that, like, you know, the man goes off to work, and then he comes home the day, at the end of the day, and the, 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 the wife or the girlfriend, the female, wants to, like, sit chat about the day and, like, talk and talk and talk, and he wants to, like, sit there and, you know, he's, like, communicating in grunts, right, and, like, watching TV and wants to rest whatever. So if you think about the way we evolved, morning comes, men go off um, to hunt in, in small groups, and they're not talking a lot because that scares off prey. So they're communicating primarily in grunts, which have a lower frequency and can't be heard. It doesn't travel as far, so it doesn't scare animals off. Okay. While back at the village, um, us ladies are, are gatherers, right? So we're strapping babies to our backs and, and going and gathering and chit-chatting. So we're developing language. In a, in, in a different way, at a different rate. I don't mean that in like a, a, a judgmental way, but as you said, like the men are sort of, their, their, their language more direct, simpler, it's straightforward. Simple doesn't mean stupid for all the ladies that have that association. <laughs> That's a really common thing for girls to have. Um, okay. It just means less complicated. Whereas ours is super highly sophisticated. We can say, oh, we can win an argument. My God, I don't even, got, I don't even know why you guys try to argue with us. Like it, <laughs> there, is, there is no way, because we will change it. And you don't even know we've changed it. And, like, it's, it's incredibly sophisticated. And a sophisticated linguistic set will tend to distort into, like, manipulation. Mm. Right? Whereas a, a more simplistic, direct method will distort into something like hitting. Something that's more force, brute force type of, type of way. So the reason why women aren't, aren't comfortable with being as, more, uh, as direct is because we've got uh, a different way of using our our language, we had different needs, and we evolved slightly differently. Uh, so you said all that basically to say women are different. Right. And there's a reason why they're different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> we're different. Isn't that interesting? It's yeah, like I mean, we're, yeah. we're exactly as we needed to be for that lifestyle, but that lifestyle has changed very quickly in a couple of thousand years, but we're still the same creatures, so... I mean, really, it's like, ladies, if you're out there and you're, you know, you're in the dating scene and you're you're doing your thing and a guy sending you messages or texts and you're really not interested, it's like, I don't know why they would choose to 
ghosting or they read his messages uh. and don't respond and hope he gets the hint like, well, I didn't respond, so he should get the hint that I'm not interested. No. Right. There's what you were talking about before about expecting him to read behind the lines, between the lines. Right? No, he doesn't get the hint. I mean, you just need right. to say, hey, bro, stop texting me. Hey, I'm not interested. And women, I think a lot of women would really be surprised at how much men will actually listen to that. Oh, totally. Because, you know. I mean, it's online, for God's sake. You can block a number. You've got total. I mean, <laughs> You've got you know. Total. But I think, I, you know, I have to say that I think that some women. They don't want it to stop because they enjoy the, the, the fact that this guy's still chasing and still pursuing and still stroking their ego. That uh, do, yeah. you, do you think that's true? That, you know, they're, they're not going to completely kill the contact because, or the communication because, you know, then it stops. While it's still going on, whether they're interested or not, it's just a nice ego stroke that this guy's still sending the messages and still trying to talk to him and all that. Is that is, would you say that's a true statement? Oh, sure. Absolutely. And at that point, the, the, the woman's working out of distortion. That's a, that's a defense. She's feeling insecure. She's using him to um, boost up her insecure feelings, um, which is not going to work ever in a million years, um, which is why it keeps going from one guy to the next or, or ongoing with one. And she's not, she's not cutting it off. Mm. Yeah, that's spot on. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. You hear that, ladies? Yeah. What, what's up with that? Gentlemen, you hear that? If she's leaving you on red, bro, move on, man. Yeah, yeah, for real. Again, don't don't read between the lines. Look at what she, look at what she's doing, not what she's saying. Yeah. She says she can't meet up, or she's you know whatever. It's okay, all right. Difference. All right, so let let me play devil's advocate on that. You're saying that, but then then there is this thing where, like, I had a, a guest on last week, and she was talking about you know men don't hunt anymore. You know, um, they give up too easy. What's that line of, you know, women want to see the man being a little persistent to show that he's interested versus him reading between the lines and saying she's not interested in him stopping? Well, it's a slightly dynam- different dynamic from what you were talking about before. If she's blowing him off repeatedly, yeah, that's not something he should have to push through. If you're expecting, ladies, if you're expecting him to push through your disinterest, then you're discouraging him from listening to you. Say what you mean. Mm. Say what you mean. Don't play games. You play games, you get games back. That's absolute. That, that's on you, girl. <laughs> that is yeah. on you. And I understand that games are a form of insecurity, and that can be hard to get through. Give me a call. We'll work it out. But don't expect it to be solved by, you know, you, um, you pretending you're interested when you're not. Um, that's different than, than desiring a man who can stand in his, in his truth, stand in his power, and speak his mind, speak his interest, right? If you're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not really that interested, or like, I couldn't care less, I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess, guess you're not that interested then from a guy, right? right? Yeah. But if he comes to me, he's like, hey, look, I'm really interested, um, I'd like to pursue this, would, would you? Then that's, to me, that's enough pursuing it. It shouldn't... There is a moment of vulnerability that, that, that we seek where they risk rejection, um, but that's different than being strung along and tolerating that behavior. Then you're in the nice guy camp where you're not demanding respect. So you're right. not going to get it. Well, yes. yes. Does that make sense? That, that, yeah, there? for sure. I totally get it. I just hope some yeah. uh, I hope, as they say, there's somebody needs to hear that. I hope there's some guys yeah. out there that need to hear that because it's like, yeah. you know. And, and the thing is, I think, man, if you, you'll – the world that I learned is that 
more direct and more honest to just less I mean you move through life faster because there's not as much noise you know yes more smoothly it's more efficiently it's it's yep. yes it's no and I know that tends sometimes tends to be I know that I've noticed that it annoys women at times men are very hot cold 100 zero there's not the black white they don't have a lot of gray they, they tend to be you know if you guys if you kind of embrace that and don't think you know communicating that it makes you look desperate because I don't think it does it's like hey I'm interested are you interested and you know no, stand, stand your power and, and there is fear around that a lot of the guys that I work with um, struggle with anxiety or low self-worth or like fear of approaching mm-hmm. and um, and it's fear of rejection right there it's, it's a really it's a, it's a scary thing and so there is a matter of standing in your power and knowing that you'll be okay either way right and when you when you approach from that perspective your happiness is not dependent on her response that's a very different approach hmm if your approach is, oh my God, this like 29 girls out and all said no, and this one's just going to say no anyway, or God, this better work, or I'm pathetic. It's like, that's all weight, that's pressure that is communicated whether you're speaking or not, because you're holding that energetically. So that can be felt, make no mistake. Mm. So you can then feel that it's a turnoff. And that's how, that's one way in which you can see a person sort of creating their reality in the sense they're proving themselves right about the world. If you walk in with a strong underlying belief that nobody loves you, or you're not enough, nobody wants you, then you're going into every interaction when you approach a woman carrying that belief, and that manifests, that actually pushes them away and proves you right. Mm. Boom, self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. Circling back to it. (laughs) I like it. I like it. So I want to answer your question. You had a question. Um, uh, I'm going to... I got my interpretation of it. I want to make sure I get it right. So go ahead and ha- what exactly you were t- basically talking about. It seems like it seems like uh, in today's dating world that there's this big net being cast from the ma- male point of view, male side of it. Um, try to walk me through exactly what what you're asking, just so that way the listeners can understand sure. what you're asking. Yeah. So. Um I was, I was saying that I this, this came up on my group coaching call last night um, in my men's group, and somebody was talking about um, online dating and how they're just, they just swipe right, just, just default swipe right for everybody, whether they're attracted or not, just to kind of see what they're going to get. And I've heard a lot, that from men a lot. And it's very different than how um, you know, I have in the past or how my understanding of how women swipe which is more discerning. We're like, okay, am I interested? I was swiping left almost every single time because I wouldn't do it unless I was like really somebody I wanted to meet, right? Mm-hmm. I'm also a lot more direct <laughs> perhaps than, than a, lot of, a lot of women, at least at this point in my life. Um, but, but this sort of difference in, in how they approach, it's sort of a, I don't know, how would you describe it? Like a, I'll take whatever type of, Hmm. Type of approach instead of, huh? I wonder if I'm, you know, am I attracted to her? Am I interested? Um, there's just sort of like a default yes, and then see what I get. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're saying why are guys doing that, or why do they do that, or how yeah. how do they navigate through that, or how do they make sense of doing that? Yeah. Um, What's the, the goal there, maybe? Well, it's it's almost like it's almost literally like mining for gold. That's 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 kind of how. Men are probably looking at it, mining for gold. You know, you're gonna 
you know, going to the riverbed, you're going to, you know, know that you're going to be there for several hours, picked up the sifting pan, you know, you're going to sift through the mud, if that's a good word we can use, to try to find the gold. So, you know, a couple things happen. Number one, men are so uh, visually dominated, um, Mm -hmm. and visually dominant, I should say, um, that if the woman doesn't physically turn them off, then the default is there's a natural attraction that will turn them on. Mm. So if the physical attraction is there first, because if the physical attraction isn't there, then going out on a date and, you know, going through the whole, you know, dating process is just a colossal waste of time for men. Mm. So unfortunately... The way that we're men are programmed is the default of physical, you know. So looking at the picture and saying, okay, uh, hot or not, yes or no, yes, cool, swipe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, doable or not, is she is she sex worthy? Yes or no? Yes, yes, cool. You know, because for men, if she if he's physically attracted, right, cool. Two, if the sex is decent. Okay. All that other relationship stuff they can figure out. <laughs> and I mean that's really how men are that's really how men are men are real hardcore wiring is. Are we physically attracted? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, cool. Is the sex good? Yes or no? Yes. Cool. Okay, now what's the other relationship stuff? Because mm-hmm. if those first two are no, there's no pursuing after that. Yeah. So the whole swiping thing you know, is is one, it's running through, you know, running through the numbers of sifting through the mud to find the gold, right, and find the gold pieces. And then the other thing is, okay, well, the first the first qualification meets. Yes, I'm somewhat physically attracted to her. Good. Okay, let's go to step two. That other stuff about, you know, her life goals and, you know, what's her overall outlook and, you know, her opinion of... You know Rome's influence on modern architecture. He don't care about that. He don't. <laughs> Whether it, or not he's a jerk. Uh, that, I mean, uh, <laughs> he he'll figure that out in time. But for men, you know, as Stephen Covey would say, big rocks first. Big rocks are, are am I attracted to her? And two, is the sex going to be good? Mm. If those two things are no, or if one of those two things are no, then it's a no. Mm. So men want to answer those two things first. You know, I think a lot of women would really be surprised at how much physical attraction and good sex really, <laughs> really can correct a lot of things with men. Yeah. A lot, you know. So that's that's the reason why that they are doing that. Is you know, then after then after they get those two qualifications out of the way, then it's like okay, now now let's see how you know because. Uh, I guess men's personal truth. Let me back up and say that men. A lot of men's personal truth is, you know, majority of women are crazy. We just don't know how crazy they are, and we don't know what they're crazy about. You know, so they figure that out kind of along the way. Then they figure out if they're going to deal with it or not. Hmm. (laughs) It's interesting because that um, that seems like what you 
miss in those first few dates when you're just establishing whether or not you want to have sex with her, um, which I don't particularly think is a, is, a, is a negative approach. But in doing so, in prioritizing only that, that's probably why you end up with the crazies and why the crazies are, are allowed to be crazy. <laughs> why, are they, why are they allowed to be crazy? Well, because you'll have sex with them anyway. <laughs> if they're horrible, if, if you wouldn't sleep with women because they're horrible people, they wouldn't. They would adjust their behavior. Oh, they sort would. of allowed because they're beautiful, right? You, you uh, guys allow it. Yeah. So it's men's fault. Oh God, no! I mean, it's just, but but it is hot behavior, same as you know anything else we talked about today. Yeah. Um, it, it's there's there's pieces on both sides. Right. Nobody's fault's not really a thing. That's that's a human concept. That's just it. Just is what it is. Um, but there are there's always dynamics on on both sides, and you know I see you see sort of like really really just like terrible people on like television and stuff like that, and like people are nice to them for whatever reason. They're beautiful or they have money, so then they go, okay, well this is working. Yeah. Whereas if they were terrible people, and you were like, ugh, you're a beautiful man. You're like, you're a terrible person. Like I'm not going to do this, and that happens to her ten times. That should, that would change the, the the behavior. You know. Yes, it would. You're exactly yeah. right about that. We're going to go ahead and get ready to sign off. Is there anything, any closing thoughts you have um, about about anything we talked about today? Um, yeah, just to say that, you know, I think the, the impression that I want to leave um, is that there's, there's nothing that you can't change or, or, or alter about your, your life experience, even if it looks like it has nothing to do with you. Um, so if there's, if there's an issue where you go, oh, this is just how I am, or oh, I'm unattractive, or oh, I don't have money, or whatever story you're telling yourself about why you're single, mm-hmm. um, which wouldn't make sense because then nobody who is not stunningly beautiful or very wealthy would be in happy relationships, right? Yeah. Um, then then I, I invite you to really take, a, take responsibility for it in some way, even if you don't know how you're contributing to it, seeing it as something that you're doing, not in a blame way, but in like a stepping in, owning your life experience, self-responsibility way, and really, um, and, and really see it that way, and look for those patterns, and that's that's where the change change happens. Okay. Now, if somebody wants to follow up with you, um, I know that you've got some coaching and some services and some things out there. Um, can, how can people get in touch with you? Absolutely. So via my website is probably best. It's dominiedrew, d r e w dot com, and. Um, I have you know, group coaching. I do individual sessions. I do work with both men and women. Um, and you know, the, there's testimonials on my website there. It's just extraordinary transformation that can take place with the right kind of help and guidance. And it's fast. Um, it's a matter of, of weeks. Every time people will have a session, they are, they are changed. So this, this pattern, is, can, this um, process can be very quick. So yeah, if there's, if there's any way I can help support you, if you're not sure if I can or not, I encourage you to reach out and and we'll have a conversation, hop on a free call and get a conversation and see how I can help. Awesome. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put her, her contact info in the episode notes. Um, so that way oh, you all can, uh, when you all listen, you all can just click on the information. And you, if you want to click right to her, you can send her an email, get her on her website. Uh, we want to appreciate appreciate you, um, Dominique, for coming in and, and doing this. Doing this, this has been very insightful. And I'm really going to push this episode uh, on LinkedIn because I think there's a lot of high achievers out there that um, struggle with you know in the dating world and 
being yeah. ambitious and things like that. And maybe that could be a good follow-up episode for me and you to do. Um, but I'm going to push this episode particularly. I mean, self-sabotage happens to everyone. And um, like yeah, you said, whether they, whether people, whether people realize that they do it themselves or they don't realize it. But I'm going to push it out there on LinkedIn and on the other platforms. So we're going to go ahead and sign off. I want to thank all of our listeners. Please, if you like the episode, uh, rate us, give us a review, uh, subscribe, share it. If you got something out of it, if you think someone else can benefit, please share this episode. I mean, you know, um, we want to benefit people. We want to help people as much as possible. I mean, you know, this started out as kind of a goofy idea that I had going on about two years ago now, and it's mushroomed into something more than I could have ever imagined. I mean, there are literally listeners all over the globe. Um, so when we are taping this right now in April, I'm not sure when we're going to drop this. I'll talk to her after we tape, after we end a recording here and figure out when we're going to let this drop. But um, we're a lot of people are in quarantine, dealing with what's going on around the world. So, you know, stay safe. Uh, please give us some feedback. Also, there's a link there. If you have questions, you want us to answer your questions on the air, we'll definitely do that. Thank everybody for listening in. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. If you have a question, please send it in. Go to DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. This has been a Pick a Card production adventure. Thank you for listening. Edited by Logan Dunbar. Sound supervisor, Logan Dunbar. Additional editing by Gabriel Rattori. For more information, go to DwayneHill.com or PickACardPro.com.